Row Along, a friendly voice in your ear to motivate, coach and entertain you through each indoor rowing workout as we row along together. I set the stroke rate and the training pace based on your current 2,000 metre time. Just set your monitor to just row and start and stop when I tell you. For more info and to check out the YouTube videos, go to rowalong.com. Hi there and welcome to another workout for you to row along to where basically I row a workout on my Concept2 and you watch the video and you row along with me on whatever rowing machine you use. Now we're in the start of the 1K plan. This is the very first real session of the 1K plan and it's going to be short and sharp because what we're going to do is one minute eight times with one minute rest in between. Super, we'll be done in 16 minutes, fantastic. However, those one minute efforts are gonna be at round about your 1K stroke rate and pace. Now here's the kicker, if you don't have a 1K stroke rate and pace, today is when you find out what that is, okay? So if you have already done a one kilometer time trial or something close to that, and you know round about how fast you're gonna row it, then that's how fast you're gonna go through all of these eight intervals. But if you haven't done it before, then what you're gonna do is you're gonna get your stroke rate right up and you're gonna get your pace right up. Now, what I'm gonna say before we get any further is that the important thing here is effort, okay? It's really easy to just kind of move back and forwards at a relatively high stroke rate and not really be putting that much power into the machine. But for a 1K, it's all about getting that stroke rate high and it's about getting a good old push with the legs and getting that power into the machine. So that's why I'll be talking to you mostly about in today's workout during the intervals. That's if I can talk, however, because it is gonna be a full-on top-tier workout. So this is one that's gonna work you hard. As such, we are gonna do a 10-minute warm-up today, okay? Just to make sure your heart rate is really up there and your kind of your engine is purring, ready to go for the main workout, all right? I will guide you through that workout because it's uh, we're gonna kind of increase stroke rates and stuff, so just kind of pay attention to what I say, um, but just, yeah, 10 minutes, you'll be fine. <laughs> Sorry, I'm completely off script there. So, in order to get into this 10 minute warm up, we have to set up our machine first. Now, I talk about this as a Concept2, but obviously you set up your machine how you need to set it up. On that Concept2, you need to get to your drag factor first and set that where you want it to be. If you don't know anything about drag factor, I do have a video here on my channel. If you have an idea about how to set numbers, I recommend run about 130. If you don't know anything about it, set your lever between like four and five, okay? Too low isn't the issue, too high is the, the problem. Next up, if you can set the monitor to eye, monitor, monitor to eye heights, you don't have to look up, don't have to look down. I should really stop and do a retake. And finally, set those foot plates, foot stretcher height thingies so that you can get forwards to the front of the machine. I'm so professional. Forwards to the front of the machine with your shins in a vertical position, all right? If you're set too high on those foot plates, it can be a little bit tricky to get there. If you're set too low, it can be really easy to go right past that vertical position, which can cause power leaks and and sometimes like hyperextension of your back and you don't want either of those things to happen. So, 10 minute warm up, we're finally there. We're gonna start off at round about 18 strokes a minute, right? And the power, I just want you to think about enough of a push from your feet that it connects to your arms, kind of the same as if you were just standing up from a squat, okay? So you're not putting that much power in here at all. And then we're gonna, I'll talk you through how we're gonna progress, okay? So here we go then, in three, two, one, let's go. So, like I say, enough of a push that you've got power going into the machine. 
but not so much that you are pushing hard. Remember, this is a warm-up. It's not a hit-the-ground running-up. And the point of this, at this stage, is just to work on the timing between that push of your feet into the foot plates and when your hands connect the handle to the machine. Now I know you've probably heard me say this over and over again, but it's important to just keep on repeating things like this. That you want that push of your feet and that pickup of your handle to happen at the same time. If you push with your feet first, what happens is your backside escapes from underneath you and all of that leg power is lost. Or if you pull too soon, which is like that, you just can't get that leg drive in there because your arms are suddenly fighting against the power from your legs. It's kind of soaking up that power from your legs. Okay then, so in five strokes time, I want you to just increase stroke rate to 20 strokes a minute. If you have a 2K training pace, take it to 2K plus 18 after this stroke, or just put it run about five out of 10 effort. So this is when you start to just increase that effort into the machine a little bit. You can feel more pressure from your legs. You might find your heart rate starts to increase a little bit now. Your breathing may also increase a little bit. But you should really have noticed your pace on whatever monitor you use on your machine has increased because your stroke rate is up and that sensation of pushing your feet into the machine is also up. Now, in order to get that power from your feet to your arms, it's important you keep your arms straight as you do it. And that you have a forwards tilt over your hips towards the front of the machine and hold those straight arms and the forward tilt as you push. Now I'm going to keep on saying that because it falls on deaf ears, this thing of straight arms and a forwards tilt. Okay, four strokes and we're going to go back to 18 strokes a minute but I just want you to slow down by two or three seconds, okay? Here we go. 18s for one minute. So just ease off the intensity a bit here. 
like a active recovery. You're just reducing the stroke rate, reducing the intensity. And then what we're gonna do in just over 30 seconds, we'll take the stroke rate up to 22. And I want you to go two or three seconds faster than you were rowing your 20 strokes a minute at. So run about 2K plus 15 if you have a 2K training pace. Okay, two more. One more. So let's go up to 22 strokes a minute. Just push a little bit harder with your legs you should find your drive speed increases and then if you complement that with a slightly faster recovery that's all it takes to get stroke rate up one more here let's go back down to 18 again and just pick an intensity here that you're comfortable with you're not resting but you're also not maintaining that higher intensity and then in two more strokes time we're going to go up to 24 strokes a minute and another three seconds faster here we go so push even harder with your legs and you should find that you are at 24 strokes a minute but also two or three seconds faster than you were before last one here and back to 18s now guess what we're doing next yep we're going to go up to 26 strokes a minute after another four strokes right, two more one more so a bigger push with your feet make sure that you are connected at the front of the machine with your arms straight and a forwards lean but also don't try and get more length by sliding too far forwards two strokes to go last one and back to 18s only slide forwards enough for your shins to be in a vertical position pointing straight up okay so we've got to 28s next and another few seconds faster around about 2k plus 5 if you can after this one so here we go bigger push and you really should be seeing that as your stroke rate goes up 
the pace is just automatically going up with you there's a combination of more power and the fastest stroke rate two more one more back to 18s and then the last one we're going to do we're going to just go to 30 okay and then either 2k plus 2 or if you want to just squeeze a bit more out of it 2k pace after this stroke so just 30 seconds here we go then go this is just one stroke every two seconds it's pretty much one second drive one second recover at this stage but it's important that you're pushing that power in two more strokes one more and let's just paddle home at 18s again now if you are used to doing my warm-ups with the single leg drills and the body only legs only they're going to come at the end during the cool down last one here there we go so uh, take a moment keep moving up and down the rail to keep your muscles moving have a quick drink but i don't recommend doing any proper rowing let your body recharge get that atp to rebuild back into your body before today's main session which i'm about to describe Alrighty then, so today what we're going to do is eight one-minute intervals with one-minute rest in between. And those one-minute intervals, you're going to row at your 1K stroke rate and your 1K pace. However, you may be sitting there thinking, I've never done a 1K, I don't have a 1K rate and pace. And today is when you find this out, okay? So stroke rate first, you need to get that rate up, okay? It's important that you get your stroke rate up nice and high. Now for when I did my 1K that I broke the British record for back in 2015, which I then since lost, I was up at like 38 strokes a minute for the three minutes that I was rowing for. Now today I'm going to be running about 34 um, and I'm then going to see what kind of pace I'm going to be able to manage by hitting that stroke rate. Because I've not done 1k training for a long time, not done any fast stuff, so today's going to be for me my investigation to try and find out what my current training pace is. Because what I'm going to do is I'm going to pace this so that I'm rowing hard enough that I'm really putting everything into it, but not so hard that I can't continue into the next intervals, okay? There's no point flying and dying on this first one minute and then I have to limp through the rest of the seven. So what you need to do is work out that perfect pacing point where you're going fast enough that you know you're putting in kind of as much as you can for that minute bearing in mind you then get a minute rest but also you're slow enough that you know you're not going to completely just blow your chunks and you're you're done okay so this is a little bit of a um if you've not done this before and if you kind of get it wrong then what i'd suggest is to come back to this workout again with this experience in mind and do it again and then kind of get the pacing right because what we're going to do is at the end of this we're then going to look at what it says our average pace is across all eight intervals and that will then become our 1k training pace for the people who don't have a one kilometer time trial in their bag or belt behind the way, if you want to say. 
Okay, so do you understand? So that's what we're going to do. We're going to pace these fast, okay? But right up at that kind of limit fast where you know you've, you're giving everything but just not quite everything that you have to stop, okay? So it's really important. I, I mean, you, you tell because I'm laboring a point now. It's really important that you're putting as much as you can that you can continue for eight intervals here. You're not pacing this slow because then you're not going to improve your 1K time, which is what it comes down to. When we come to training and we're saying you have to go 1K or faster, this is the time you're basing it on. And if it's soft, you're not going to improve, okay? So, have I said it enough? Right, fine. Good. The other thing is that I've just waffled enough that that ATP I was talking about will recharge in your body. So that's why I had my rant of the day today. So, have a quick drink and we will get into our main session. So remember, one minute times eight, one minute rest, high stroke rate, High power, but that power is metered out enough that you can continue all eight. If you fade towards the end of the eight intervals, that's fine. Fading is okay. What's not fine is absolutely blowing in the first interval and not being able to continue. Right? Here we go. In three, two, one. So, remember from the warm up. We have learned that stroke rate comes from your leg power. Get that power into the machine. You will have a faster drive phase. And then you couple it with a faster return. And the important thing is just to try and stay even. Almost there. 10 seconds to go. Last stroke. So, for me, that's very revealing. <laughs> My previous 1K time, Average pace was like 135 on an easy day. Whereas that road just then, 140.4. So it does show a few months of kind of really doing slower rows. Although it's given me a good core fitness, it's not quite giving me that top end speed thing. So that's why you need to do sessions like this one and to do sessions like this one fast. Now, if you want to protect your back, start doing some light rowing now, and then match me with the first stroke, okay? Okay, here we go in five, four, three, two, one, go. Now, as you're chasing rate and pace, don't let your technique, cave. So remember, nice straight arms. Forwards, tilt. As you push that power into the machine. Only when your legs are about halfway done, so you finally swing over your hips 
and pull in your arms. 10 seconds. Oh. Thing is, is this is even going back, where are we, 2022, four years. I was rowing 2K time trials faster than this. So, like I say, it shows the importance of training. It also shows the effect of injury. So, have a drink. Oh. 20 seconds to go. Reseat your seat. If you find your glutes are beginning to hurt, start some light rowing if you want to do rolling starts. You're just under 10 seconds to go. Five, four, three, two, one, go. Now rhythm is really important here. You can get almost metronomic with your drive and recovery, and then try to find the breathing pattern within that to help your cardio system. You will fare better than me while I try to talk and row at the same time. Okay. Seven. Two more strokes. So, now that we're Interval three, hopefully you've worked out that kind of terminal velocity you need to be rowing at, where you are putting in the power you need to, but it's enough to let you continue for the whole row, but you're not going slow. 25 seconds, have a drink. <sighs> 15, start some light rowing. If you wanna have the flywheel moving before your first stroke. Six, five, four, three, two, one, go. Now, if you are having problems getting the stroke rate up, it's not just about drive speed. It's also about your recovery. So get those hands away from your body at the same pace you pull them in at. Get them over your knees. 
before your knees bend. Almost there. Three, two, one. Ah. Got a bit of cramp in my feet. Possibly due to doing this in shoes for the first time in a long time. I've started training for something called high rocks, which mixes up rowing with running, ski erg, and a few other things. So I'll have to do the event in shoes. So that's why I've started to train in shoes again instead of bare feet or socks. Okay, 15 seconds to go. We are at the Bon Jovi point. We're halfway there, 10 seconds to go. Six, five, four, three, two, one, go. Remember, hands over your knees, a nice rhythm. And what that is helping with is the speed of your recovery, but also making sure your posture is as good as it can be at these higher rates. You want to be powerful at both ends of the stroke. 15 seconds. Keep it going. Push with your legs. Three, two, one. So you want to be up, powerful with your posture. You don't want to be sunk back. Notice the difference between this and that. Okay, so as you come forward, you don't want to be like this. Leaning back, you want to be up and powerful. Drink. Oh, 20 seconds to go. I need a moment to recover my breath. It's not easy doing this and talking at the same time. Not that I want a medal, but start rolling starts if you want light rowing. Five, four, three, two, one, go. Because I can see until I'm blue in the face, how important posture is at both ends of the machine. Both when you start the drive and then as you finish and that transition back into the forward lean. But sadly, it's another one 
that does tend to fall on deaf ears. Okay. One more. I can't seem to get my rate much higher from 32 either. I think this will be a really interesting plan this time round because the last times doing the 2K or the 5 or the 10 I was a lot more ready for them in terms of power but because of injuries and illness this year this is the first power training I've done so it'll be interesting to see what the improvement for me will be over the course of this plan. Okay, 15 seconds to go. Start your light rowing. 10 seconds to go. Two intervals to go. We've got this. Five, four, three, two, one. Go. And that is why this is the opening session to this plan after the introduction row is to give you kind of a baseline to start from something to give you a foundation to build off so if you're average is 141 hopefully through the course of the plan that will come down okay one more which after all if you're doing this as part of the 1k plan the point is to try and end up with a faster 1k than you started and that's why you go fast and hard on a roll like this because this is where your pace will develop in sessions like this your fitness will develop on the long slow low intensity rows but this is where your speed comes from 15 seconds to go start your light rowing if you want rolling starts 10 seconds last interval to come five four three two one go and this is where you can give everything into the stroke really try to get the timing right which I think I've just realised was my flaw that for the first seven intervals I was pausing at the catch before driving off again and now that I'm trying to reduce 
that change around my pace is way higher two more last one yeah take a moment have a drink when you can Another moment. Because trying to see, I was 140.3.6, then 142, 42.3, 42, 42, 42, and then that last one, 139.3. Stroke rate was up to 33 again. And my pace was a lot more, even though I was quite fatigued. And that's because I got the timing right at the front of the machine. Somebody could have told me. <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna load up a three minute cooldown using the trusty ErgZone app. We're gonna do one minute just to cool down, and then we'll do single leg rowing and stuff. So first minute, run about 20 strokes a minute. I'm back to that kind of like five out of 10, 2K plus kind of 20, 25 pace. In three, two, one, go. Now if you didn't make a similar noise as you started this first stroke, you didn't do the main session hard enough. No, I'm kidding. So, not that I want this to be all about me, but I guess it does make sense to talk about my progress through this, because then you can kind of plus or minus your own. So, as much as I'm quite disappointed in terms of how slow I've become, I am hopeful that some of that's technique because I was able to fix some of the pace issues in that last interval. And then hopefully it'll just be fitness and strength to come. Okay, two more strokes and then we're gonna take one foot out, put it on the ground. So flick your toe up, thumb on the clasp, and that will quickly release you. Continue to row the same stroke rate, and about the same intensity, you're just, letting your hips open up here give a chance for your leg to get a focused piece of work make sure and keep your upper body still leaning in and coming back put that foot back in release the other one continue rowing so i've got that transition down to about three seconds like i say if you put your thumb push outwards on the buckle and then point your toe backwards towards you. That should be enough pressure to loosen the straps and get your feet out. Okay, both feet back in again, nice and straight. And then just roll with your back and arms. You don't have to worry about strapping in yet. You shouldn't really be creating enough backwards momentum here. But rock over your hips, pull in your arms. 
try and concentrate on not shrugging try and also concentrate on not over dumping at the front just that one o'clock lean 11 o'clock lean forwards backwards right quickly pull in your straps roll to the front straight arms forward tilt and just push out okay try to hold that forward tilt and straight arms as you push out should be easier to do this after the main session because you'll be nice and warm now and you're working on that timing too between your feet connecting the handle to the machine one more for luck oh. right so stretching is important trust me if you don't have time to stretch and your head is straight off to the shower please take a moment as quick as possible but not in the shower to at least stretch your quads and maybe your hamstrings okay they're going to be the things that will cause you the most bother if you don't stretch them uh, if you don't want to follow me on the machine then stretchy john's just appeared and he'll take you through stretching okay he'll show you what to do however here's how i stretch on the machine nowadays so feet back in now i leave the, the straps loose now so i can kind of go back into like a right angle across my heels and the toes are towards me and then fold forwards okay so you're not rounding your lower back you're not rounding your upper back you just fold forwards okay and then how you point your toes or even how you sit on the seat can all affect how much of your hamstrings get stretched okay so play around with what works best for you like i said i found that by having my straps loose by about what an inch and a half um i, I get a nice stretch right in my hamstrings and trust me my hamstrings are rubbish hamstrings and shoulders are my biggest weakness right now okay glutes next put one leg up on the rail get this other leg and put it over your knee so it's still kind of in the crook of your knee then with this arm pull your knee across your body and then steady yourself on the back of the machine and then just rotate in so see how i'm rotating my torso backwards that's why it's important to hold on to the back of the machine of course don't roll back on the seat i don't want you to trap your uh, thumb with your fingers or whatever under the seat that would be sore oh i'm gonna change legs of course you can take a lot longer to do this than i am i'm just trying to race through it uh, so it's not too long a section at the end of the video but you can of course do all of these on your own afterwards or keep on going for longer and whatever and of course if you have other muscles that you need to stretch stretch them okay don't just do what this fool is telling you to stretch your body's more important and apologies if my head has just popped out the top of the screen but we're doing quads next so flick your foot up you can hold on to the monitor if you want and then hold your heel against your backside and then just try and straighten up so you've got a nice line coming down through your torso into your quads and then again as you adjust the angle of your body as you kind of push your hips forward things or as you pull your heel back to your backside that can all adjust how much of a stretch you're getting from from this okay so work out because remember it's your quads you're trying to get here it's not your hip flexors certainly not your glutes certainly not your hamstrings and if there's something that you need to hold on to in case you lose balance then by all means like you can see i was doing it when i was facing the other way around 
uh, I was holding onto the monitor to keep my balance. Fortunately, that side seemed a lot better today. So, uh, hip flexors next. Try and get this on the right foot this time. So, one foot on the ground, knee above ankle, other foot with it, or other knee on the ground, and then just push into your hip. Okay, so you're pushing your hip this way. Okay, you see your knee might come over the top of your ankle as you get more of a push through your hips, and that's what's going to get your hip flexor right up here. Which, depending on your what session you just rode, or maybe your rowing style and things, your hip flexors can take a bit of a kicking. Um, so it's important to give them a wee stretch. Now, I always um, give a shout out, I'm just changing legs. Um, I always give a shout out at this point to Jeff Cavalier, the Athlene X channel here on YouTube. Um, he's got a great video basically about do you need to uh, stretch your hip flexors? Is that actually the problem or is it something? Because often you think it's your hip flexors and it's the other side, it's your hamstrings that are causing the problem with uh, flexibility. So um, yeah, so don't, don't stretch something don't like focus, oh it must be my hip flexors, I'm stretching in 10 times a day when actually it's your hamstrings that need a good old loosen off. Right, Ugh. what's next? Well, in fact, I did it that way. So let's do forearms next. Okay, so I'm gonna pray that as you push down, you push your hands together. Okay, so as you bring your hands down in front of your chest, push your hands together. And what you should find is your forearms underneath should get a nice wee stretch, okay? And depending on the amount of force you were just putting into the machine just then in those one minute sprints or hard efforts. If you were pulling on the handle, which to be honest, I've said before, when I'm doing a 1K afterwards, my arms are in a bad place because I've been trying to wrench all the power I can out of the machine. So if in there hurts, that is a good stretch. Shoulders, I've got rubbish shoulders. So put your arm in front of you, bring it across your body, use your other arm to just pull it against you. And as you kind of pull that arm Backwards, you should feel your delts right, right up the top of your shoulders. You should get a nice wee stretch. There's definitely something wrong with my shoulders. I was trying to do push-ups today. It's again part of the high rocks thing because they do broad burpee jumps where you have to push up from. You kind of you do a burpee jump, you go down to the ground and you let your chest touch the ground. So you basically release the press up. And see, so trying to press up from a, a dead stop. Oh, change arms. Um, my shoulders are just like, what are you doing to us? So I don't know where that's coming from. I don't know whether, it could well be it's a rowing thing. It could be that I put so much effort into going backwards with my shoulders into pulling that I've just got no strength coming forwards. But there's definitely something wrong because I was trying to do pull-ups the other day. Um, I used to be able to just jump on the pull-up bar and do 20 and go hit Now, six and I'm done. No idea what happened there. Anyway, sorry, triceps. Put this arm or fist down your back so you're touching your spine and then use this arm to just give it a little bit more of a pull or push down so it goes further down the back, the middle of your back and of course the point here being that you're supposed to try and get the other hand up and touch fingers and hopefully grasp and, give, and pull and give yourself a better stretch but I can't do that. Hang on, my watch is shouting at me to... There you go. Do the same with the other arm. This one actually feels a lot more solid than the left one, which is strange because it's the left shoulder that I destroyed when I was playing squash. So quite why my right one is the one out of the two of them that's the least flexible. I have no idea. I should really do yoga. Anyway, uh, let's go into the bicep stretch. Put your hands behind you so you're flying, as though you're like doing a ski jump. Woo! But then rotate your arms so your thumbs come outwards and that stretches the long head of your bicep. And we'll give your biceps a nice wee stretch. Um, 
oh, yeah, I should just do yoga. I pay however much money a year for the Down Dog Yoga app on my phone. I use it like five times a year. I am that guy. I'm the guy who'd, in the past, get a gym membership and then just not use it. Fortunately, don't need that anymore. <laughs> but yeah. And it's as in like past past, isn't like when I was 18, 19. Anyway, right, sorry. Less about me, more about you. I remember right when I started this journey making uh, these videos, so the, the big piece of advice I was told was, don't make it about you, always make it about the viewer. <laughs> that slipped. <laughs> it's all about me now, it's all about my dinner plans and my training and my shoulders and stuff. But no, that said, <laughs> if you wanna make this about you, please uh, leave me a comment on this video. Let me know if this is your journey into the 1K or if this is just, hey, I fancy doing eight times one minute fast because um, it works just beautifully as a standalone workout as well, obviously. Um, so you don't have to be part of the plan to have done. Uh, it's not, no one's going to clubber you across the head and say, you're now part of the 1K plan. You cannot row anything else. No, fine, just this is a single standalone. Something I should probably have said right at the beginning of the video, not now. Hmm. Um, yeah, so do leave me a, a note either in the comments. Obviously, I'd love it if you left a comment on this YouTube video because to be fair, if people see comments and they see likes and they see subscription numbers, they go, ah, oh, people must be watching this. It must be a good, uh, good channel. Whereas when they don't see the views and whatever, they kind of go, eh, maybe I'll look elsewhere. So that's kind of what I'm battling right now. The, only, the times I start to panic, not panic, to times I start to kind of get a little bit anxious about viewing numbers and stuff is basically when I kind of just think, ah, if I had higher numbers, then more people would come to it. It's that kind of, if you build it, they will come. But you know what? It doesn't matter. I just got a great session out of this. You've just watched it. You rode along with me. You hopefully got a great session out of this. So that's all that matters. If just the two of us had a great session from today's uh, workout for me doing this, then that's worth it, okay? Obviously, I'd like to reach a lot more people, okay? But as long as you got a good workout, as long as I got a good workout, that's really all that matters, isn't it? Yeah. Hey, man. Kumbaya. Akuna Matata, all the all the things. So there you go. So I've done my I've done my call to action about hitting hit subscribe and the notification and the bell, all that. See if I ever get to a point where I stop a video halfway to remind to do a call out and remind you to click the 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 notifications and subscription thing. If I like stop everything and go, hey, while we're here, or just I give you free free reign to just go. Just unsubscribe and go because that's not why I'm about. Right, anyway, I'm rambling. Uh, it's probably because I'm hungry and this is me now at the end of my 16-hour fast. I have a lovely bowl of chicken and ramen noodles waiting for me that I am just, oh, I can taste mm, 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 uh, right now. So I am going to go, go scurrying off like a little busy bee after that workout uh, and I will go have my noodles and then I will get on with the rest of my day and then I will come back into my wee gym later on and I will try and defeat those pull-ups because like I said I've entered this high rocks competition so I need to start training a lot harder and get a lot more powerful and if I can't do a press up I'm screwed <laughs> so anyway thank you so much for uh, putting up with me I really appreciate it um, uh, I've not really thought what have I rambled about today for uh, a hashtag uh, well let's just call it um, uh, beginning yeah or 1k begins something like that starts whatever that kind of a thing um, because this is the beginning of the 1K plan, okay? So um, I was thinking Batman Begins, but of course Batman wouldn't row. He could do press-ups. See if you watch Batman Begins and he comes down to his press He... Maybe I should give Christian Bale a call. So that's Tom Cruise I need to speak to, and Christian Bale. I need to speak to the two of them um, about how they, how they get this stuff. Who else? Hugh Jackman? Uh, I've already done the Wolverine video, so don't need to do him. <laughs> no. Right, I'm going. Look after yourselves. I will see you in a future video. For more info and um, to check yeah, out be well. videos, Bye. go to rowalong.com.